When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, one and all. This is your host, Dave, from Vikings First and Skull, back with another exciting episode of Skulling with Friends. As always, we're here to talk about all things Vikings. And today we've got a particularly exciting topic on the table. Our beloved Minnesota Vikings are preparing to head west to the high altitude of Denver, where they'll face off against the surging Denver Broncos at legendary Mile High Stadium. This is a matchup that promises to be nothing short of electrifying, with both teams riding high on their wave of recent winning streaks. To help us peel back the layers of this clash and to give us some insights into the Broncos camp, I'm thrilled to be joined by my esteemed guest today, Mr. Mike DeSico from the Mile High Report. Mike's expert analysis and keen understanding of the Denver Broncos will surely add an extra layer of depth to our discussion, providing us with a holistic view of what's to come. Today, we'll be talking about the strategies, the key players, and the crucial moments that could potentially define the outcome of the game. We'll delve into the strengths and weaknesses uh, from both teams, dissect their recent performances, and attempt to predict how this showdown might unfold. So whether you're a diehard Vikings fan like myself, a Broncos supporter, or just an NFL enthusiast, there's something in this conversation for everyone. Get comfortable, grab your favorite beverage, and let's dive headfirst into the riveting discussion about the upcoming Minnesota Vikings versus the Denver Broncos game. Next.
Welcome to Scolding with Friends. That's right, friends. We don't have any enemies in the business. We have friends. The whole idea is to have a one-on-one, possibly one-on-two, but most likely one-on-one interviews with knowledgeable individuals. These individuals could be from the press, such as beat writers, broadcasters, or podcasters like us, or even from the team itself. We aim to not only feature people from Vikings land, who we may already know, but also individuals from other teams who can contribute to your Vikings knowledge as we grow our fandom for the purple, your Minnesota Vikings, the team we all love. It's time to skull and meet the new friend now. everybody it's dave here from vikings first and skull and we're scolding with friends today we have no enemies in this business we have nothing but friends well maybe a couple enemies but we're not talking to one of them today we're talking with mile high report mike from mile high report is going to be talking to us today about the sunday night game where your minnesota vikings Go to visit Denver and take on the surging Denver Broncos. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. It's excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Cool. Um, what do you think of your team so far? They're on a winning streak, too. I have no idea to make what to make of this team. You give up 70 points in one game, and then in back-to-back weeks against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, you give up one touchdown. I, there's so many feelings, and they're all over the map. It's hard to pin down what you're feeling at any exact moment, but these last three weeks have been crazy because we were ready to fire everybody, trade everybody, trade deadline. We're trading this person. We're trading them. We're trading them. And now we're like, playoff run? Mm-hmm. Things quickly. So quickly. It does, and the Vikings started out zero and three, and then one and and then went one and four, and we were in the same boat. Vikings fans were calling for heads all over the place, and we we're going to trade Kirk Cousins and Daniel Hunter and just get rid of everybody. Let's start over. You know, the t- Kirk's time is done. Let's get it done. You know, and just start to move on. And then suddenly, we started winning, and winning, and winning, and winning, and then we we started. Now, the Vikings have a problem. They're losing players. You know, first it was Justin Jefferson out with a a high ankle or a hamstring, Paul. He's been on IR. He is now in that eligible window to come back from IR. And there's a question whether he's going to play on Sunday or not. He was eligible last week for the first week. This will be the second week. So, good player. You know, unless you're with muscle pulls, whenever you think you're ready, wait another week. Just mm-hmm. play because if he plays, he's going to be lining up right against a guy named PS2. Mm-hmm. Which I <laughs> wish that was one of the people we were talking about trading you for. <laughs> yeah. I guess seven teams put in an offer for him, and I'm glad they kept him. I thought when things were looking at our darkest, I was like, maybe we need to trade him because. Do we want to try to be rebuilding with a contract that may be the highest ever for a defensive back? And now I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so glad he's ours still. 
He's like <laughs> against the Bills. He held Stephon Diggs to one catch for 11 yards. He's been doing that all year long. And so that matchup with Jefferson, that would be that will be something to watch. Those two are giants. Yes, and it would be something to watch if J.J. plays. And then it would be, on top of that, how they would use Sertan. Would he shadow him the whole game? Would he, you know, or yeah. would he stay sides? Or nobody has had since, I think it was a year ago, tried to shadow J.J. And they okay. got torched, absolutely torched. Most teams may put their number one corner on him, but always have a safety over the back, trailing sure. with them to make sure to bracket. Some well, teams use the New England where they put their number two cornerback and then the safety over the top, but they always had at least two guys on JJ. What well, you need? If if he's if he, one, if JJ is not playing, and we we agree with you on the muscle pull thing, it's it's got to be a hundred percent or don't come back. Yeah, don't risk it. Right, and because we don't want you out for the rest of the season. we And that tends to linger the second time you do it. So, no, it's got to be 100% if he's coming back. He's itching to come back, but we want the muscle 100%. Yeah, well, uh, who has been shadowing people? He shadowed Stephon Diggs. He's uh, shadowed other people. And actually, it's weird. It's our highest-rated cornerback is actually Jaquan McMillian. That, they call him McMillian in the broadcast. But right. It's McMillian. And he's actually been our highest-rated uh, defensive back this year over PS2. And Justin Simmons has been balling this year, as he has been. Uh, interceptions against Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in the last two games. I think since he's been in the league, he has more interceptions than anybody. So if they pull a safety over to help with J.J., it's going to be a hell of a safety being pulled over to help. So right. it'll be what Dobbs can do. And that's a question I want to ask you. Dobbs has been so amazing, right? He has these last two weeks. Mm -hmm. Are you feeling like, is he coming back to earth? Is that bubble going to burst? Are you just like, this is amazing. I'm going to enjoy it as long as it happens. Oh, it's in the latter. The Vikings fans thought the season was over when all the injuries started to happen. First JJ, then Kirk Cousins blew his Achilles. He's done for this season. And Christian Derrissaw had a, uh, I think it was an ankle or something. He had a, no, his was a groin. He's back, so that's no biggie there. Uh, and we had player after player after player go down with certain things. Cam Akers, or one of our running backs, yeah. was Achilles. He's done. And we're just like, oh, my. But we brought in on the trade Josh Dobbs. And, Josh, and everybody knows the story of the first game, and he didn't know anybody, and he was doing taking snaps on the sideline just so the linemen could hear his cadence, and they were working on the cadence. All that, and he's played fantastic, and he brings something that we never had, and that's mobility to the quarterback position, and that helps him. Now, we're all playing. Vikings fans tend to think it's with what I call house money, right? We should have been dead and gone a long time ago, but we're still winning, and we're still having a great time, and we pretty much, it's going to take a lot to not get into the playoffs now. For us now, I don't want to tempt that. I want to win the way out. I'd like to. Sure. We could easily get as high as the second seed if we keep winning. Um, we could win the division in the second seed. Detroit, be damned, because we own them, and we still have to play them twice. But we get they come to us, I think, and uh, yep, and they do, and that should be a fun game too. There's uh 
But it's almost like we're giddy and we have a feel of a magical season. And it's not one that we expect. And it's not one, I don't know that you'd say deserve. We'd love to, you know, everybody would love to deserve one of those magical seasons. But it feels like that's upon us. And we're all happy about it. And we're just enjoying it. You know, normally Vikings fans are highly critical and biting each other's heads off and, you know, and other teams and everything else. But no, we're we're all happy and seeing how this goes. Hey, you know, it's been fun so far. You know, it's fun. We haven't been fun in a while. Oh, I I would say that with the Bronx. I just wanted a reason to be happy on Sundays again. So I feel that. But you know what your situation reminds me of is uh, a something that the Broncos and the Vikings have in common, and that's a man named Case Keenum. Yes. Where he off the bench, a, NFC Championship game, right? Mm-hmm. The miracle. Are you getting the same vibes? Yes. And uh, we very much say that. It feels like 2017. 2017, we went in first game with uh, Sam Bradford, and he absolutely destroyed the New Orleans Saints. Which there's no love lost between the Vikings and Saints. Oh yeah, over the years there's been quite a bit, and that's sort of transferred over because you've got their coach. Um, oh yeah, don't we? And a lot of his former players. Yes, and <laughs> so, but our t- our team doesn't know that they're too young. They don't they don't live that. Our fans do very much so, but our team doesn't. Yeah. And But it feels that way because, of course, he was great that game, and then the next game he goes out there and his knee goes, and he's done, right? Basically for his career after that, he had what we've termed Sam Bradford knees. They're horrible. Uh, if your fans follow the draft and they're talking about Phoenix out of Oregon, you know, um, he's the same guy. He's Sam Bradford too or light or whatever you want to put very good quarterback, can throw very well, you know, all that stuff. But I already worry about his knees because I'm arguing with my fans, you know, yeah. hey, we should get him. He's he's leading the game. He's doing great. He's all this. And it's like, yeah, but his knees, we've been through that before. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. But it feels like 2017 because after he went out, um, Case Keenum came in, and then it was lucky horseshoe the rest of the season. And Mike Zimmer even would grouse about it. Mike Zimmer was grouchy and all of that. And it was like, he's lucky he's got big brass balls or he's got a horseshoe around his neck or up his head. Yeah. And that was Mike Zimmer. And sure enough, that was the case. I mean, it was beautiful. I, I went to the Washington game that season because at that point I lived in Virginia and went drove up and went to the Washington game. And we're watching Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen just wide open all day long. And he wouldn't hit them on some place, but on others, he just lofted these sky balls. And they would come up and they'd get the ball and we'd score and we won the game. And it was just it, it seemed like all the luck was flowing our way. We get we have that sort of feeling right now. Now, of course, in that season, all the luck went all the way through the miracle of Minneapolis when we beat the Saints again. And uh, and a real reason why Vikings fans don't like Sean Payton so much is he was on the sideline doing the choke symbol, and then he was doing the skull clap, and yeah. uh, and 
then we beat him on that next drive, right? Yep. Uh, I get that. That season was huge for both of our – that same Bradford injury was just huge for both of us because I remember uh, Cousins was the Washington quarterback. Yes. And Bron wanted him badly. And then rumors started coming out, oh, they're going to go after Keenum. And we're like, he, he had one good year. He's not that guy. No. And we put all of our eggs in the Keenum basket. And then the next year we put them all in Joe Flacco and then in Joe, Drew Locke and then Teddy Bridgewater and now Russell Wilson, who's actually starting to actually win, play better. Play better. And so that, that injury to Sam Bradford set off some dominoes that affected both of our franchises ever since. Wow. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, of course, we lost in the NFC Championship against the Eagles, and then it went all, went all downhill. We brought on said Kirk Cousins. He's won us one playoff game since, but only we've been there only twice, and he's whole, He's 35. Now, that's Russell's age, too, so you're wondering. There's that point when they go over. Most quarterbacks start to decline at that age. And you wonder, hmm, so what's next? But but that's next year. We'll be talking about that in the spring. Well, the thing is that uh, somebody had a story about it today that when Russ was with Seattle, they're like, all he wants to do is launch deep. You can't do the screen game and the short passing game with him. And now it's ironic as in Denver, all we're doing is the short passing game, the screens. And so he's kind of – become a Sean Payton system quarterback and that system is winning. And so Russ, you know, like let Russ cook. Mm -hmm. He's cooking so much. He's following a recipe and he's turning out good meals, but he's letting the team help win games. And Sean Payton may have stumbled upon the answer and Russell Wilson may have stumbled upon the coach that he'll actually listen to. So he's not gonna come out and throw out for 400 yards. But he's going to be real dangerous in the red zone. He's been crazy good in the red zone. Uh, that's not good to hear, but okay. Um, yeah. But I do know that his game has changed where it's shorter. You guys are striving on a, a shorter style of ball, yeah. and that is Peyton. I mean, he did it with Drew Brees. Now, Drew Brees had a heck of an arm, but especially as he got older, it was it was that long shot was very few and far between. It was just a short Almost West Coast-ish style dink and dunk. We'll drive you down the field, take a long time, we'll score, and you oh, remember don't get the ball. I remember his running backs. He loved to throw to Kamara and uh, Pierre, people like that. And now mm -hmm. we've got backs, tight ends. We like to throw the ball. We love to run the ball. Quinn Miners, our big right guard, is probably maybe our best offensive player this year. And we're running behind him and Cushenberry, and it's been working. And so – the play action works because we're committed to the run. We're a threat to run. So the play action works. And then you're getting – we have receivers who are good enough to win one-on-one. -on -one. Whether Russ gets them the ball is another thing. But the plan's working. The system is working. It's not exciting. It's not the greatest show on turf. But it's, it's three working. Game, game win streak. Mm -hmm. Now, how does Russ deal with the, with the blitz? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He gets swarmed a lot. Um, like the last two uh, real plays in uh, Buffalo... They sent the house and our offensive line, especially McGlinchey on the right side, they, they, they will give up pressure on their better run blocking team than a pass blocking thing. And so we are susceptible to the blitz. That's, and Buffalo sent the house on us twice. I don't know if you remember the, uh, uh, the PI that Jerry Judy drew, like mm-hmm. with the ball. That's because they sent the house. And for us, that time to step into that throw, easy touchdown. But he couldn't because the blitz was there immediately. So if they blitz, they probably have some success. They'll get to Russ. Russ holds on to the ball too long. That's been a thing for him for a while. He takes too many facts. Bronco fans love to watch the videos like, look, he had this guy open, this guy open, and he's running. The blitz will work. <laughs> well, Brian Flores, our defensive coordinator, has been our best addition this season. And he yeah. likes to blitz a lot. However, the last few games – He's only blitzed, like, I think at 34%. And normally it's well over 50% of the plays. So it goes up. Mm-hmm. And it's it's going to be interesting to see how that matches up. I don't, I'm not quite sure going into Sunday how they're going to work that. Now, of course, on our defensive side, you're going to see a lot of Daniil Hunter, or he will. Um, that's our biggest asset. We lost Marcus Davenport early. He only played two games. He was the kid we traded from the Saints originally. He looked great in preseason. He's got great numbers, and then he plays two games. He went under a a surgery for a high ankle sprain, tightrope surgery. He may be back by the end of the year. But um, it's we don't have a whole lot. So Flores generates any pressure by the blitz. You will see a full lineup, a full box, and you might see up to 10 guys in the box. And hey. they'll all be within a couple yards of the line of scrimmage. And what it does is it causes your offensive line difficulties and your quarterback to figure out who's coming, who's not. Who's the mic, who's not. Who's uh, you know, who's rushing and what the blocking assignments are. If you've got a running back sitting in the backfield that's going to pick up a uh, rusher, who's he picking up? Because they're they're way overnumbered. Mm-hmm. Now, not all of them come. They do every once in a while, but that's rare. Not all of them come. Most of them will drop back. And sometimes they drop just about everybody back and only send three rushers. And we've been successful at that. So it's going, it's a mind game that Flores likes to play with your offense. And it can be successful because we've had a lot of pre-snap penalties. Uh, people call a right tackle. We spent a lot of money on uh, Mike McGlinchey. They all call him Mike mm-hmm. McFlynn because he gets, <laughs> he gets a lot of uh, false starts. We have uh, 
a lot of pre-snap penalties, which is just lazy. And so if they're loading the box and you don't know who's coming, there's going to be at least two or three false starts is my guess because that's who we are. And the other thing that's interesting, our best running back has been uh, Javante Williams, Pookie. Mm-hmm. But our best pass blocking running back is uh, Sam, uh, Samuel P. Ryan. So it's going to be interesting to see how we do. Do we try to, when it's a blitz situation, are we keeping uh, uh, Williams in there? Are we going to try to run against it? Do we try to keep Russ on his, uh, on his feet? It's going to be a, uh interesting chess match there because I'm an offensive coordinator, but it's Sean Payton. He's, mm-hmm. he's. Yeah. And I can tell you the success that's been had against us has been through generally through the run game. If you can dominate the offensive line of scrimmage and run the ball, you can score on the Vikings. We're pretty stout run block up the middle. Our tackles aren't as good at the run block, but uh, Cushionberry, Ben Powers, and Quinn Miners, who's just a beast, right up the middle. We're really good. We're not going to get to the edge, but they love to go right up the gut because that's where our strength is. And if you know Javante, he loves contact. He wants to hit you as much as as you want to hit him. Mm-hmm. So that's his game. And so if we can settle in there on that and then uh, get a play action here or there, that's going to be the recipe on our side. Okay. Have you got any questions for, about the Vikings? <sighs> yes. Let me just figure out what they are now. <laughs> um, our number two uh, cornerback is McMillan. Um, if uh, Jefferson doesn't play, what's the pass game look like? Are you guys like how much of the playbook do you think you even have with Dobbs? And where's he looking? What kind of a game plan do you think now with his third game already in like ten days? Mm-hmm. what do you expect out of him? He's he supposedly went through a full week last week and learned all the playbook for that game. Now he obviously doesn't have everything since. You know OTAs and installs and all that that and that builds upon it on itself throughout the season. But if they're going through, what they run sixty five plays ish a game and they may go through three hundred in practice during a week on install. If he gets that, he'll be fine and it's pretty much. I don't anticipate him not having most of the game, and that includes our pass game. And rush game, we added some stuff on the rush side because of his mobility last week. But when it comes to the pass game, you're going to get Jordan Addison, our young rookie who's playing phenomenally yeah, as definitely. a wide receiver. And uh, and he'll obviously be the number one guy if J.J. is not back. If J.J. is back, you guys are in trouble because Jordan Addison is – proved himself to be a number one wide receiver in this league. He's literally that good. He's small, five foot eleven, I think it was, five foot ten somewhere in there, 185 pounds dripping wet. He's a small guy, but oh is he fluid and can he catch a football? He we got just, you. Um but you've got a good corner. So it's it's gonna exactly. be interesting. Now in our other big portion of our offensive push you will see a lot of TJ Hawkinson. Oh yeah, tied in. Yeah. Now, one thing that uh, has been uh, over the last few years, one thing that's been really tough for Denver special teams. We've been at the bottom. Uh, 
we got ourselves a return guy now. Marvin Mims Jr., he was the eighth special teams player of the week. He's averaging 20 yards per punt return. So that's been really good. But that's against great. Buffalo, I wish I had it. <laughs> it's, I think it, right now it's the sixth all-time mark. Um, but our special teams hasn't been all great because against Buffalo, we missed three extra point, uh, three kicks. One, uh, it's an extra point that Will Lutz shanked. One, we didn't get a snap down. And then famously, we missed the kick, but Buffalo had too many men on the field, so we're able to re-kick it. But mm-hmm. the in trouble early in the season where Lutz wasn't our original kicker. Uh, we actually ended up trading for him. We trade, we you know cut uh, Brandon McManus in the offseason, who's been doing great with Jacksonville. So I'm worried about the kicking game. I love that we finally have a returner. What are the Vikings special teams? Where are you feeling there? No. <laughs> the, probably the poorest part of our team, unfortunately. Greg Joseph is our kicker, and he was money all during the preseason, and he was money in those first few games that we were losing. And in the last three, he's missed, I think, one extra point and like three field goals or something like that. And it just drives us bananas. Oh, we, I get you. We hold our breaths now when he yeah. comes out to kick. As for punt and kick return, our punt re- and kick returns are average. And I would say average for a punt return, you want him coming back nine yards. That would be average. If you got one that's doing 20, that's fantastic. Every um, time he think he's gone, it's Wow. So, so much fun. And uh, kick returns, there hasn't been that many because most everybody blasts it through the end zones nowadays and we take it at the 25. But and then get to, they're going through the end zone. Mm-hmm. And so it should be interesting. You're going to have to watch out. Uh, he's going to have to watch out for a kid we call the Flash. Who's uh, that? Na- Najee Thompson. And he just switched his number going into last week from he wore 30. Eight, I believe it was, and he now switched it to eleven. And they okay. call and they joke about it. he's an undrafted free agent. Love they, joke about, uh, they joked about him having only four seven speed. Well, he had four seven speed when he ran whatever at the combine with a gimp leg. Yeah, and that's it. The dude flies. I mean, flies, and he loves to hit. He has dedicated his life to special teams. That's what he did in college, and he brought and it came over here. And it's just you'll see you'll see number eleven just fly by. You double team him all the way down, and he'll just and your guy will be up, and eleven will be right there. Just watch. So well, rookie, and he's put the ball on the ground once or twice so far in the punt return. So you know yeah. he's a rookie, and yeah. he was our pick. Our first pick because you know, we're still we were still paying off the Russell Wilson debt uh, this last draft, so he was our top pick. And the weird thing is here, he's got a couple of deep shots, and everybody's like, "Why doesn't Champagne use him more?" He's just like this dynamic player, and I think he's having a little tough time picking up the offense. So they try to find a situation here or there to use him, but you're going to see Cortland Sutton get most of the catches, and then Judy, mm-hmm. then the the rest are divided up between the three, four, five. But Mims, man, you watch him on special teams. Wow. When you guys, you guys line up to punt, number 19, watch out because 20 yards a clip on a punt return, that is that's, that's, that is so good. Yeah. That is so good. Um, have you looked at the weather report for Sunday? No, let's do that right now. But it's mile high. I hope it's snowing and awful, which you guys, you guys got to love, right? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like Minnesota isn't used to snow. That they are. Now, I, what I fear for them is the altitude change. It says there's supposed to be a chance of, it says rain on Sunday in Denver, like an 84% chance of rain and 62% chance, uh, 62 uh, degrees, getting down to 36 at the low. So could be some rain. I looked it up yesterday, and it was for the game period. We're looking, let's see, around 6 p.m., it's 30% chance of rain at 50 degrees, and then it drops to 42 by midnight. And the, and the chance of rain stays right around 30% most of the night. So that's hit or miss in Denver. Yeah. It's weird to get uh, rain in November. Usually you're getting uh, snow. But the white stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, yes. Uh, fans were... You know, talking earlier about the about boycotting, like why are we supporting this team when all they do is kick you in the every day? <laughs> Game since nineteen seventy. So there's the 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 crowd is back. You know, we we're still selling out every game, but there was a lot of people who were like selling their tickets. So there's a few more opposing fans, and I think it's going to be a swath with orange. People are. So bought into this, you know, the Nuggets won the championship, and that's really cool. But Denver is all about the Broncos, and a four and five Broncos team on the rise has more to like lift the entire city than, than, than any of the teams. I mean, the Avs do great, and the Rockies do great. Yeah, but. well, the, uh, the Rockies are a joke, um, <laughs> terrible team, but. I think it's going to be a pretty electric uh, atmosphere. We were dreading, oh, my God, we have to be on Sunday night football. We're going to get embarrassed. And that was a month ago. And now we're like, we're going to be on Sunday night football against a good team. And we want to we want to show something. So I think the crowd's going to bring it. I think it's going to be a really great atmosphere. Well, Vikings fans do travel well. There will be some purple there. Oh. I guarantee that. And, and uh, teacher and one of my students, Cam Prescott, she was like, you're going to be on a Vikings podcast today? And she had a Vikings shirt on. And so even out here in NorCal, there's uh, Vikings fans around. Well, tell her skull for me. She was quite excited. Well, that's cool. Well, Mike, I want to thank you for coming on. Have you got any last words going into the game? Do you want to do a prediction or not? I can't stand doing them, but I will if you do. You know, I'm on a podcast, if I could plug it real quick, called sure. Something Something if you want to listen to it and I've been more the pessimistic one you know picking I picked losses most weeks and this week I picked Denver to win 24-17 I just feel that learning how to win is a skill you know you have to learn the Case Keenum season they learned how to win and I think this team has bought into what Sean Payton is doing I think Vance Joseph our defensive coordinator the most improbable turnaround in season that I've ever seen. And I think this team like believes they can win and they know how to win those tight scrappy games against Patrick Mahomes, against Josh Allen, against the Packers. So you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And we love that. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I'm predicting. Sorry, Bell. So I'm predicting the Broncos 24, 17, but all Broncos fans are still waiting for that other shoe to drop. So anything could happen, and I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm biased. I'm going Broncos 24-17. 
Well, I think it'll be probably about the same. I'll go with the purple, obviously, with the Vikings. But I guarantee you this, it's going to be a close game. It's not going to be 70 to 20. This will be, the Vikings don't have games like that. They'll keep it to where it's undecided with three minutes left, you know, and we'll hit the two-minute warning going, who's the last one with the ball? And that's That's most likely who's going to win. Yeah, give us four games. I don't think we can score 70 points. So... (laughs) Not to tell you that, um, I would be shocked if we scored thirty, because uh, this is a old school ground and pound. Like Chuck Knoll and Bill Parcells would love this team. They're going to play some defense. They're going to hit you, and they're going to hit you on offense too. So, gotcha. well, and Josh Dobbs went over thirty his first game, and then came back down. I think we scored twenty seven last week. So, uh, only- yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's <laughs> those are two of the highest games we've scored all season. Awesome. Even with what a, Kirk Cousins being hot, it was we just weren't generating points. Yeah, well, what a great story Dobbs is. I think uh, everybody just kind of loves it. Maybe, maybe some of your people out there in Chicago and Milwaukee don't like it as much, but such a fun story. And I, I would like to say I hope it continues, but I hope it continues next week. <laughs> well, I hope it continues Sunday. Um, so. You do the Mile High Report. What else do you guys do for Fans First Sports Network? Uh, we have so many podcasts. We have live podcasts right after the game, Instant Reaction. We have like two or three podcasts during the week. We're always writing in milehighreport.com, which is where you'll find us on Twitter. And we have stuff about, you know, the team leading into the Vikings and scouting reports. If you want anything about the Broncos, milehighreport.com. We have a lot of wonderful people there who know their stuff. And it's not just... Oh, go Broncos, cheerleading stuff. You know, Mile High Report is very critical of this team earlier in the year, and they should have been. We were terrible. So we're enjoying the ride now. We're just like you guys. We're house money and feeling good. And what's better than feeling good? Winning football games and more of them. Heck yeah. Well, I'm Dave from Vikings First and Skull. We do much the same thing. Plenty of shows on Vikings First and Skull, not only our YouTube page, but our podcasts. And this is a podcast-only broadcast of Scolding with Friends. And I want to thank everybody for listening. Plus, we have the writing side over on Fans First Sports Network. You can find their website and just scroll down to Minnesota Vikings or go to vikingsfirstandskull.com. It all goes to the same place. And we love our team as well. And we're playing with house money and just being grateful. We're here and we're winning because <laughs> it's so great. Win so. is like better than losing. Yep. Well, Mike, I want to thank you again for coming on, and I wish you luck starting next week, but not <laughs> on Sunday night. Sunday. I agree. Same same thing to you, Dave. Thanks for having us on. Uh, we love your work. We love what you guys do, so do it again here soon. And as I told you to tell your student, Skull Vikings! I will tell her. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks for listening. If you like, rate us on your favorite aggregator. And if you want to see our visual products, join us over on Vikings First and Skull YouTube page. But this has been a podcast-only production of Vikings First and Skull, Skulling with Friends. Skull Vikings!